Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check. Mic check. Mic check. All right. Today, we are talking about red flags from clients. So, Really quick, red flag means, you know, warning, right? Something you should be aware of that should immediately uh, register in your brain as, whoa, hold on, something isn't quite right here, right? And the red flags from clients. So uh, these can range from uh, direct to client work, DTC work, could be small business, could be mom and pop shop, a small boutique store sort of thing. Um, even up to larger uh, organizations, um, my experience though with the larger organizations, you tend to have less of these types of red flags and um, you know, more so if anything, just uh, it could be more like political decisions or, or bureaucratic decisions with like budget and stuff like that, right? Okay, let's jump into uh, the first red flag which is when a, uh, when a client contacts you for a project but they have no idea what they want um, their project to be. So they have no idea what they want it to like look like, to sound like, uh, who it should be marketed to. They have no idea what their audience is or demographic. Um, they literally have no idea, right? Which, which is probably one of the worst red flags you can ever um, experience, right? Because then they're coming to you for like the whole, the whole thing, right? They're, they're asking you to come up with uh, their target audience. They're asking you to come up with um, the overall budget for production, for um, post-production. They're asking you, you know, things of like uh, color palette, right? What, do they even know what brand, uh, what color their brand is, right? Um, things like that. So that's probably one of the worst, again, one of the worst red flags you can you can come across. And for those types of clients, again, it's up to you if you wanna work with them. Um, some of them are, are pretty, some of them are okay, right? Where they actually do have a budget. They literally just have no idea where to start, right? It's maybe, it's maybe their first one, um, maybe their second go at it, um, but they do have a budget, right? And I, I've experienced that before. So uh, just be on the lookout for that. Uh, try to to best, again, not to ask the budget in the very beginning, like the first to first question, um, but get to know um, more about uh, answering these questions such as, you know, what is your, who is your target audience? Um, what uh, what exactly is a product or the service that you're looking or have an idea um, to, to want to sell, to want to advertise. And, and then from there, you can slowly start to figure out, okay, you know, maybe they might have a budget. You look at their website, uh, their, their website looks pretty good. It looks pretty legitimate. Uh, they have items on uh, Amazon Marketplace or some kind of e-commerce store, maybe in a couple of, of uh, local local stores, like say it's a supplement company, maybe their protein powder is in a couple of gyms or in a couple of retail spots around uh, around the county. Right, so just look for that, okay. A second one is when a client doesn't have a budget and asks you how much would this cost? And so typically these clients come in two flavors. The one is um, the price shopper, uh, which is a client basically looking for the cheapest price and for an okay uh, quality of quality of product or quality of service. And then the second one is literally someone who, again, just has no idea like what the budget is. And so they're asking you what the budget is. And typically 
those types of people have a really low budget, right? Um, so a good example is uh, one time someone contacted me for uh, for a coffee spot, right? They had a new, uh, not necessarily new, but they had been in business for about a year and a half or so. And they had asked me how much would it cost to uh, provide, I think it was like five or no, it was like one 30 second video, uh, sort of like a lifestyle coffee ad. And then some still photos from, from that same day, right? like 10 or 15 photos, right? Um, and they had done a video project in the past and I, I forgot because I had this meeting last year, but it sounded like the, the video just wasn't up to their, wasn't up to par with what they wanted. So, um, so they reached out to me, but they had no idea what the budget was, right? And at the end of the day, um, through looking at their website, through looking at their Instagram, um, their their sales weren't all that great. I think they were only doing like five hundred dollars a year, which is like nothing, you know. And so, and so, unfortunately, the uh, this individual only had like five hundred, like a five hundred dollar budget. I think it was a five hundred dollar budget, right? And, um, you know, for me, unfortunately, that just wasn't, um, it really wasn't worth my time, you know, because I'm taking time away from productions and from, and from, from projects that are of a larger scale. Now, it's not to say that I don't do um, lower budget work or when a homie hits me up and asks if I can help out, whether that's free or if it's, you know, 250 or whatever it is, um, it's not about that, right? It's just what is the most, what is, how can I maximize my time um, that makes the most sense given everything else I have in life, right? Um, we, we would all like to help out everyone as much as we can, but unfortunately there is this thing called time. Time is very, very, very valuable and your time is very, very valuable, right? And so for these clients, you know, again, it's a clear indication that their, um, their product or their service is pretty new, pretty new to the market. Again, first year, right? They may not be making any profit at all. Uh, they probably took uh, either a loan or maybe they have a private investor um, supporting them, right? And so their budget probably isn't a whole lot, right? So that is the second red flag is when the client doesn't have a budget and asks you how much would this cost, right? Because you know how much stuff costs, man. All right, and the last one, uh, number three, is when a client shows you reference images and wants exactly that, but the budget isn't realistic, right? So you've, you've been through um, your your um, discovery engagement questions, right? You're asking um, what the product is, what the service is, what the target audience is. Um, you know, do you have any kind of past experience working in video production? What was your experience like? What were the pros, what were the cons? Uh, you're asking things about maybe, uh, maybe even, you know, general like color palette, you know, should this look more vibrant, more, uh, more cooler tones, warmer tones, things like that. And then the client shows you, you know, says great. And then shows you a couple of reference images and shows you something from like, you know, a $500, a $500 million budget movie. And you're like, mm, don't really know if we can pull this off. What's your budget? All right. And they say your, their budget is like $4,000, right? And you're like, well, $4,000 would probably get you like, you know, one eighteenth of the way there, you know? Um, so again, that, that is another red flag to, to kind of be aware of is, is, is how to reel in the um, expectations versus reality, right? And you always want to be of service to the client. And one way to be of service to the client is say, okay, well, you know, if this is, you know, one-to-one -one exactly what you want, then this budget needs to go up because there's no there's no way that we can realistically pull off this this you know two day shoot 
with this budget and make it look like that, right? We can we can make it look as good as we can uh, with the budget that we have, and you know, based upon your previous work, you know, they've seen what you can do. But in order, you know, again, in order for the project to get to that next level, a lot of times, really, it's budget, right? It's you have enough crew. If you don't have enough crew, then that means you're not going to be able to get the shots from the boards that you uh, that you want and from the client wants, right? Because there's just not enough time. Um, or you have to sacrifice, right? So, you know, do you go with speed and sacrifice quality or do you go with quality and sacrifice speed? Um, these are these are realistic things that happen in pre-production. And and so for, the, for these types of clients, just ensure that, hey, you know, this is your expectation and this is your realistic budget. How can we meet halfway, right? Because obviously we don't have, you know, a Disney Marvel movie. Uh, we have whatever money you have, right? So, so you know, where can we find the middle ground? Where can we both uh, find a happy place, right? All right, so those are my top three uh, red flags. I hope you guys uh, found these useful in some way, shape, and form. You know, I've been through these conversations many, many times, and, and I still do, even to this current day, right? It's not like all of a sudden I'm just working with, you know, um, obviously I am working with many great brands and, and, and great projects, not all of them though. Sometimes some of them are just, you know, the mundane run the mill stuff where people just want to shortcut you. And so that being said, uh, hopefully these tips can help you navigate uh, your future conversations with future clients and when people reach out to you, right? So that way you don't get boned on the other end and you can come out winning uh, like all of us do, right? I'm just kidding. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, but that is life. Uh, but this is not a life, uh, life coaching podcast. This is for freelance filmmakers and owner operators. All right. Uh, if you enjoyed this uh, podcast episode, please rate it on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Subscribe to the podcast. You're notified of new weekly episodes coming out every week. And uh, what else? Let me see. I'm trying to get more interviews, man. This has been a rough time, I think, because everyone is back working full time. So that's a good thing, right? <laughs> but I've emailed a couple of people, uh, nothing yet. And again, I'm trying just to kind of get a different um, a different flavor, right? From directors to actors to cinematographers to uh, producers, right? People that I feel like they can bring um, variety to the podcast and also bring you value um, in your journey as as a cinematographer. So uh, keep on the lookout for that. Cheer me on as I as I continue my journey and finding more people to come on the podcast. Um, and if there's anyone you recommend, let me know. You know, I'll, I'll check them out and see and see if they can get on the podcast. Uh, other than that, I will see you guys in the next. I will see you guys. Uh, other than that, uh, I will check you guys out. That sounds weird. Sounds kind of kind of sounds wrong. Bye bye.